This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to kick things off with something super interesting. And wouldn't it be just so great to actually sit down and have a convo with Jesus? I mean, you could talk about your life, your worries, what's going on, how to handle any situation. Now, before I tell you about this app, I want to remind you that you can always sit down and pray and have a conversation with Jesus. It's a lot more meaningful. There's an app. It's called Text with Jesus, and you can actually talk to the likes of an AI Jesus, Mary Magdalene. And if you pay $2.99, you can talk to an AI Satan. Now, I downloaded the app, so you don't have to do this. I don't think you want to. I actually asked the AI Satan if he preferred Mac or Windows, and he actually said verbatim, Oh, my dear mortal, your choice of an operating system is entirely up to you. Both Mac and Windows have their own strengths and their own weaknesses. Yeah, I paid $2.99 for that. (laughs) Yeah, talk about false prophets. Yeah. Hey, listen, you're about to get more tech smart because every single thing is now a tech thing. And whether you're a newcomer or a longtime listener, a warm welcome to everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's beloved digital goddess here with you. And it's the biggest show. It's the baddest show. It's the best show. It's the most trusted show about all things digital. And you know the drill. You can find my award-winning show on over 420 top radio stations across the United States. And you can find us as a podcast, as a webcast commercial-free over at commando.com. You see this big, bright, beautiful yellow button that says Commando Community. That's where you want to click. And yes, I did say commercial free. And a big hello and salute goes out to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio, serving more than 375,000 U.S. service members in 175 different countries and 200 ships at sea get the Kim Commando Show. I love that. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. But... Let me tell you, if you need immediate tech support, I want you to reach out to my team of tech experts over at GetKimsHelp.com. Once again, that's GetKimsHelp.com. All right. Every single day, I visit at least 35 different websites to make sure that we're both up to date about all things digital. And here are five things that you need to know about tech that's happening right now. We're going to start with the Maui disaster. You know, cell phone towers are just now coming back up. And I love my phone, and I know it can save your life. But if a cell network is out and you're in danger, you're just out of luck. You see, our cellular networks are not ready for an emergency. Now, there are reports of people on Maui being saved because the iPhone 14 has emergency SOS, and that's great. But let's talk about AM radio. Okay, it's in major jeopardy right now. Car manufacturers are ditching AM radios. I'm talking about uh, BMW, Mazda, Volvo, Volkswagen, Mercedes-Benz, and Tesla. They have all stopped including AM radios in their cars. But AM carries most of the news, the talk, and the sports, of course. But more importantly, it is our country's emergency alert system that would notify us 
in the event of a national emergency. So AM radio really plays a big, crucial part. And when the cellular networks fail, okay, AM radio survives. So I'd like your help to keep AM radio in our cars. I want you to send a text to Congress right now. Uh, you're going to send that text to 52886. That's 52886. And then you'll be connected with the NAB. But again, that number is 52886. All right, moving on to number two. If you think TikTok is just a place to watch videos, think again. It's actually turning into a massive online marketplace. For some small business owners, it's a way to strike gold. Take Evelyn Nateras. Her custom T-shirt business was just teetering on the brink. But thanks to some clever TikTok videos and marketing, well, it's doing so well, she's going to buy a house for her parents. And where there's gold, you know, there's always scammers. And so uh, make sure that it's legit whatever you're buying. And don't give them your debit card number. Give them your credit card number. And some people are buying the craziest things on TikTok. I'm talking about at-home Botox injections. Okay, not FDA approved. Okay, uh, don't want to do that and do not buy Ozempic on TikTok. You just don't know what you're going to be putting in your body. Now, TikTok says, oh, we use both computer and human moderation to review items when they're listed for sale. Mm, okay, I'm not buying it. All right, number three, everyone's worried that AI is going to snatch their job. Okay, but there is another side to this. The job market is actually booming. Netflix is willing to pay someone $900,000 a year for what they say, a machine learning platform product manager. Okay. Long-winded way of saying someone who understands AI and can actually make sure we don't need actors anymore, human beings. Hinge, the online dating app, is looking for a vice president of artificial intelligence, a base salary of $398,000. Uh, over on Amazon, they're looking for a senior manager of applied science and generative AI for $340,000. So here's the deal. The descriptions on all these jobs are pretty vague. Uh, but these AI jobs are taking other jobs, which is how they're paying big salaries for these jobs. So if you have any background in AI, uh, definitely this is a job market for you. Uh, speaking of AI, number four, ChatGPT is actually really smart. It just made the highest mark you can achieve in the AP biology exam. And it breezed through freshman year at Harvard, getting a 3.3 GPA. So you might not be all that shocked to hear that some students are using it as a way to cheat their way through school. And so what are teachers doing to fight back? Ah, they're getting creative. Uh, Professor Christopher Bartel from Appalachian State University said he's going old school. I mean, really old school. We're talking about medieval times. He's going to require oral and handwritten exams. Handwritten homework assignments, yeah, bring out that old number two pencil, folks. And up north, a Canadian writing professor is personalizing his tests, making them unique to each student. But here's the bottom line. We all know, chat GPT or not, people who want to cheat will always find a way. And finally, this coming in from, coming in at number five. Uh, it's a personal story. The other night, about 7.30 p.m., I was done with dinner. I cleaned the kitchen and I... Hopped on my laptop to just check the latest news, and I decided to check my email from you. And in my listener email, I found this note, and I'm going to read it verbatim. Over the years, I've really enjoyed your radio show. You always seem to be positive for my life, but my life has turned a corner down a path for which I cannot return. And I just want to thank you for being who you are, Kim, and your tech knowledge has really helped me out over the years. But it turned out that I'm a failure in life. I've amounted to nothing. 
I have nothing to show for my life and everything to own up to it for just being a loser or worthless good for nothing. I just stopped before I would go on to let someone know that they did have a positive impact on my life, despite my life turning out so negatively in the end. I have to leave because I have nothing left to live for. Goodbye. Okay, um, it was about 7.30. Uh, this gentleman sent me that note at 7.17 p.m., 13 minutes. And I was like, wow, what do I do with this? Um, so I reached out to a wonderful friend at the radio station closest to him on Facebook Messenger, and I gave him the note and the guy's email address, and uh, Rick said, you know what, let me, let me see what I can do. And he said, but we need more information. So I Googled the gentleman's email address, and I got his last name, which wasn't there. And then I plugged that into Family Tree Now. I got his address, uh, physical address, and I, I also sent the listener an email with some info and numbers for the National Suicide Hotline. Um, fortunately, the police did a wellness check quickly, and he was okay. Now, I just want to bring this up, that if you're listening right now and you feel like this, you can relate to what this gentleman wrote me. I want you to go out and get help. I mean, I just happened to check my email close enough for when this guy wrote me. So there's all kinds of resources, okay? There's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's available 24 hours every day. Uh, there's the crisis text line. You can always call your local emergency number, 911. Um, maybe there's a trusted person in your life. It could be a friend. It could be a family member, a teacher, anyone, anybody else that you feel comfortable um, there's also the National Helpline. Uh, there's also the Veterans Crisis Line. So if you feel this, okay, I just want you to know that there's, there is help out there. And as you know, I read every single note, and I'm just so fortunate that I checked my email 13 minutes after this guy sent me that because I was able to help him. But what if I didn't check my email the next day? So that's why I just want you all to know that there are resources out there and you can get help. You know, life is worth living. There's so many great things that are happening right now. Just go for a walk and speak to somebody who you love and trust. There's nobody like that. And if you can't find that person, there are all these resources that I just mentioned. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, when a lot of people hear the word influencer, they think, oh, I want to be an influencer. I'm going to make all this money and I don't have to do a darn thing. Mm, absolutely not. It's all hard work. I mean, you know, making something funny or engaging in just a few seconds is harder to pull off than you might think. And that's why I'm super excited to talk to our next guest. It's actor, comedian Chris Guerra, and he has almost 800,000 followers on TikTok. And I'll tell you, everybody's talking about his videos about Facebook Marketplace and all the nightmares. And the fans just love them. And they send him screenshots. And then it's kind of cool that he just reenacts them for TikTok. And he's not just doing it to make people laugh. He's actually making real money. Yes, cash as an influencer. You can do that. So, Chris, thanks for being here. Uh, did you ever think that you would add influencer to your resume? I have not. 
I need to add it. Initially, it was actor, director, writer, and now I'm like, now I need to squeeze influencer in there. So I do need to add that. <laughs> and so how do people react when when maybe they don't know who you are and you say, I'm an influencer, like at a party? How do they react to that? I think they initially think I just dance on videos, and I tell them, they'll, no, it's a, it's a lot more than that. Um, but they generally are fascinated by it. They're like, wait, you do that? Like, just for fun? I'm like, well, it's actually a job now. And then they, uh, the questions start pouring in after that. Is it, is it a 40 hour a week job or more? No, no. I, I mean, initially starting, I tried to pour in a lot of hours, but now I, I take one social filming day for about five hours. And then I stay on for, I post about two, two videos, uh, Monday through Friday on a good month. If I'm not busy <laughs> and I devote about 10 minutes to 30 minutes to editing. So I've really tried to condense how much time I put into it because it can it can suck your life away if you're not careful. Oh, my gosh. And then and then, then how about all the, the viewers and their comments? How do you deal with all that? You know, I know some influencers that don't like to read comments, but I'm here for the positive and negative comments. I laugh at the negative comments, you know. My, my, when people have a problem with my videos, if they don't think it's that funny, let's say, I'm like, I'm so sorry my free content wasn't good enough for you. That's <laughs> certainly my response. You know what? On a, on, on a bad day, my stuff is still fun. On a good day, it's hilarious. And you just can't censor yourself so much. And so you have to let the comments just breeze by, you know? You have to, because it's otherwise, because I know that in my shoes too, that you know, you just can't get wrapped up in it, you know, and and because there's always going to be the hater and there's always, it's like, you know, I always like the one Chris that, uh, and I always, and I always know it's like an old man. And so like, like he'll send me a note or post something on social and be like, you know, Kim Commando, I didn't like the way you said that. And I'm never listening again. I'm never watching. I'm like, okay. Okay, then don't. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you know, I've had I've whatever. had uh, a comment before, like, "Wow, this video wasn't that great." Yes, things aren't going well, and I'm like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> one video out of ten thousand videos." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I'm doing so okay, how, buddy. Sorry, I offended so you. So, how how do you come up with the shtick with Facebook Marketplace? You know, it's it's funny story. So we had uh, I won a uh, giant like beer tap machine on the Price Is Right. That's a whole nother story. Did when you they really? Shipped... <laughs> yeah, but when they shipped it to me, it came with a, a wooden pallet, and they left the wooden wooden pallet there. And I said, um, "Can you take it?" And they're like, "No." So I put it on Facebook Marketplace, and I said, "Free wood pallet." And I had a lady respond saying, "How heavy is it? Why is there green paint on it? What is it? Is it smell?" Is it, could I use it for a shed? Could I put flowers in it? And I said, it's free, it's free, it's free. I showed the conversation to my wife. She's like, you need to go film that. And because I already do sketch comedy, I had wigs because uh, I do live theater and sketch comedy. I filmed it, created an account on TikTok, shut the app and walked away and woke up the next morning with 1.5 million views on it, which oh is not gosh. normal. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, it is funny that, you know, it's something that you're giving away and she's asking all these crazy questions and Facebook Marketplace is just loaded with these stories. So what's your favorite Facebook Marketplace story? So one of my favorites, and it also went the most viral, it hit almost 10 million views, was this lady wanted to buy a mixer on Facebook Marketplace, uh, like, a you know, a cake batter mixer. 
I don't know why I need to gesture to explain that. It's <laughs> but, uh, pretty obvious. You know what? But I totally um, saw it. I saw that. <laughs> and her whole thing was like, my kids need cake tomorrow. I promised them cake. And if I don't get this mixer, my kids will not have cake. And she just starts writing in caps and screaming. And I laugh so hard <laughs> at how um, women and men, the entitlement on Facebook Marketplace, like you should deliver this to me because I'm paying you $5. There is so much <laughs> entitlement, and I, I just find that hilarious. We have to laugh at ourselves, you know? So I read that you still hold the job as a web developer. You're an improv teacher. Uh, you're a filmmaker. So is this your main job, or is this just like something on the side you're doing for fun? You know, initially it was kind of a side job, but then it started to replace my mortgage, and then it started to replace groceries, and then I went... And then TikTok contacted me and said they want to pay me more per thousand views. And I was like, well, I need to lean into this more. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it has now become a significant part of my, uh, 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 I guess, income. So I, I put, I devote at least 70% of my work to it. You know, I still have to teach improv and I teach at a, started an improv school in Nashville and, um, do some web jobs here and there, but I've definitely got to scale back on some things because it's it's been helping with the bills. I mean, drastically. So. But if you're just joining us, we've been in conversation with actor and comedian Chris Guerra. Now, here's the deal. He has almost 800,000 followers on TikTok and everyone's talking about his videos about these Facebook marketplace nightmares. I've watched more than a, a few, and I'll tell you, the dryer is funny. Um, I think they're all funny, but the, the story about the dryer, somebody buying diapers on Facebook. And Chris, thanks for holding on with us during the break. Now, I really want to get into how do you make videos go viral? I mean, that is the million-dollar question right now. Well, number one, if you know a video is funny, amazing, uh, incredible and you post it and it doesn't do well you need to post it again because if you know you are the content creator right if i post a video that i know is very funny and it doesn't do well then i go maybe it was the time of day maybe it was this maybe it was this maybe it was the hashtags i will post it again i have posted a video before it hit ten thousand views and i deleted it posted it again and it hit eight million because oh I, I i posted it now sometimes it could take three times but a really good practice is um, only use five hashtags. You might hear, you're going to hear stuff all over the internet, different things. I'm just experimenting with this for a couple of years now. I'll do three general hashtags, sorry, three hashtags that are very specific to the video. And then I'll do two broad hashtags like FYP or for you. And those generally, when you're typing the hashtag, it says how many billions of videos are on that hashtag. So pay attention. If you're only doing hashtags that are for 80 billion on each that's going to be very hard to be at the top of that category. So that's one thing. Another thing is write a long description of what your video is. And at the top of your video, when you post, this is specifically TikTok. If you post a video and it says find related content at the very top under the search bar, that means TikTok doesn't know where to put your video. So I started writing um, comedy shows in my description. And now TikTok understands, oh, these are comedy videos. This is a, so it starts to push me with more comedy content. So I have discovered this over the years. Um, time of day is very important, too. You know what? I'm fascinated by it 
because, you know, we, we have found that like on Instagram, when we post in the morning, it does a lot better than in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But on Facebook, in the early evenings, that's when yeah. I guess a lot of people are hanging out on Facebook. And so then if you post something there, then it, it seems to be doing better. Now, do you put the same videos on your Instagram and Facebook accounts too? So I do, but I've made my Instagram more personal. So if people want to find out more about me and my family and just more personal life, they'll get a mix of both. Because I want there to be a reason to follow both, right? If mm-hmm. uh, I know some people that spread the same content over all platforms and then there's really no incentive to follow each one. People know I release more family stuff on uh, on, on Instagram. Now, I will strip the, uh, I, I don't ever uh, put the watermark, like an Instagram video. I don't ever download it and then put it on TikTok with an Instagram watermark because that totally works against you. There's been multiple times where I've gotten like a thousand views. Um, you know, it's funny, through all this, now that I've I've been growing more, I'm constantly getting asked by people like, how did you do this? How did you do this? And I'm like, maybe I need to start a business for this. (laughs) Again, yeah, there's probably a business. I was going to say, how did you get to 800,000? Okay. So uh, I, I was one of the the lucky ones that got involved over the pandemic. When everyone was home, the viewer counts were just off the wall. I was hitting 5 million views per video. Um, But I will say, I don't think it was just pandemic. Um, because I am growing a little slower now because there's so many people on TikTok now. Consistency oh, yeah. is huge, right? You expect, if, if I said, come watch my TV show, it's once a week. Good luck trying to find it. it that wouldn't happen, right? You would, the views would be down. But if they know I st- I'm posting at the same time daily, people get excited for that. They know it's going to post any minute and they hop on and they know I'm in the chat. That's a powerful tool too is post a video and s- stick around for a minute or go live. Um, but it was consistency and I truly believe it's because it's relatable. It is truly relatable. Everyone has sold something and had to deal with someone causing so much trouble, being entitled, uh, asking for way too much. And so it's just relatable. And I only post stuff that makes me laugh. Now I'm in the comedy world. That's, that's different for someone doing drama or serious stuff or motivation. You know, you want to post stuff that, you truly enjoy. And that's how you know, this is my niche, this is my market, and I know if a video doesn't do well, I have to post it again. You know what I mean? All right, one last question. Yeah. How much money are you making? Billions. No, I'm making anywhere <laughs> from, I'll make sometimes 4,000 a month, I'll make 8,000 a month, I'll make 6,000 a month, 10,000. It varies when different brands come in, but I've definitely had a steady income of about 6000 a month if I were to kind of lay it out. Um, but again, there's some months where um, uh, I get a big brand deal and it just kind of changes everything. And then you got to be wise with it and spread that over other months if, if certain months are slower. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's now, definitely a, the- a great thing if anyone wants to get involved in it. But you've you got to be consistent. you got to post, if you can, two times a day. Don't censor yourself so much and worry about the quality. Who cares? Um, relatable content is way better than quality content in regards to videoing and lighting. You know, we don't get so caught up in that. Well, Chris, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, you. you know, next, next time I sell something on Facebook marketplace, I'm going to call you. Please send me your conversation. <laughs> I will. <laughs> All Thank right. You. Thanks, Kim. Thanks for having me. 
Okay, on TikTok, you can follow Chris at Chris Guerra. That's Chris, G-U-E-R-R-A. And then you could tell him your Facebook marketplace funny stories and maybe your story, hey, it's going to go viral too. All right, make no mistake, you're being tracked. And if you want to be shocked, look at the secret map on your smartphone that watches every move wherever you go. And what about the advertisements that follow you across the web? Yeah, Facebook, right? And then there are cookies, those tiny bits of data that track all of your activities online. And they're not just lurking on your computer, okay? They're also on your smartphone. These cookies, they do good things. They save your passwords that help you log on more quickly. But they also collect a lot of details, And you have to look at your priorities when it comes to cookies. Do you prefer the convenience of, say, Safari and Chrome just filling in your passwords? Or maybe you don't want to have any cookies in the first place. It's a tricky balance, okay? Because, yes, they save that login info. They keep track of your preferences. They show you the content that you care about. But it also comes at a cost to your privacy. So the choice is up to you. So if you want to clear them out, navigate to your smartphone settings And then you're going to scroll down to a list of apps, and then you can find the browser. And then we have all the instructions on how to do it step-by-step over on the website with Safari, Chrome, and Firefox. And again, these are cookies. And in case you're looking for the steps, we do have them on commando.com. Just want to click that link that says show picks. But let me ask you a question here. What do you call a 70s cookie band? What do you call a 70s cookie band? You ready for it? Oreo Speedwagon. <laughs> oh, I know. I heard you're groaning at that one. They do get better over time. Or, I hope. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, back to the phones we go with Jim in Fort Walton Beach. Yeah, I came up with the idea of trying to do a, a family tree. And a kind of preliminary search revealed to me that this could be dangerous uh, for the bad guys to get more information than I want. So I said, I'm not making a move until I see if Kim Commando has something to say about that. And I got a feeling that you, Jim, are a descendant of the finest royal family in all of Europe. Uh, some sites that you want to use, familysearch.org. That's from the Church of Latter-day Saints. Uh, MyHeritage and Ancestry.com. So those are three sites that you want to get started. And, and you know, you're right about being cautious because you don't want to put sensitive information out. Um, you also want to be careful of this, these DNA tests that want to say where you came from. You want to make sure that it's legit. Because uh, a lot of this, your DNA could be sold to third parties, the data it's shared. So you definitely want to look at any terms of service agreements um, about how you're going to, how they're actually going to use your DNA data. And because, uh, you know, a lot of these companies are now being sold to pharmaceutical companies because they're using DNA to do research. And you know, it's just, it gets to be a whole ball of wax, which I, I will tell you that the DNA testing is is interesting to me. It's fascinating. Have you ever done the DNA test, Jim? No, I have not. 
You know, it's um, my mom died of pancreatic cancer two years ago. And because of that, Mayo Clinic went, came to me and they said, um, you know, would you, would you like to have your DNA test? And we will test you for 15 different types of cancer. Okay. And uh, hmm. we'll let you know if you have any mutations with your DNA. And so they sent me this. No, this was now uh, last October. And they sent me the kit in the mail. And I sat there, Jim. I'm like, do I really want to know? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. sure. Do, do, do you really want to know? And then they, they sent me email reminders. Like every other day it felt like. Even text messages, you know, are you going to fill out that kit? Because we want to do the research. You want to fill out that kit. You want to fill out that kit. So I sat there on Thanksgiving Day, Jim, and I said, well, I think I'm going to do the Mayo Clinic. And I didn't tell – nobody in my family knew any of this was going on. I didn't even tell my husband. So on Thanksgiving Day, after I cleaned up, I said, all right, I'm going to give them the swab that they want. So I gave them the swab. I spit in the tube. It was a lot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And – and I didn't think much of it. They just sent me like a little note. Hey, we got your DNA test and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So they said, we'll be in touch. So, oh my gosh, on New Year's Day, okay, this past New Year's Day, I get an email from the Mayo Clinic that says, we have your test results. Okay. So I thought to myself, this is either going to be a really good year or it's going to be a really sucky year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because they're... They're testing for fi- at least 15 different types of cancers and mutations and everything else. So then I open up my email and I hit the website and it says, do you want to talk to a counselor? We have them on standing by right now. I'm like, oh. Now, keep in mind, I haven't told anybody in my family about this. and I'm sitting alone on New Year's Day in my mm-hmm. office. So I said, no. And then comes up and says, again, do you want to? talk to a counselor or you just want to see your results online? And I'm like, maybe they know something that I should know, right? Yeah. Okay. So I said, no, I'm just going to I'm going to click to go to the website. And they did it a third time. Are you sure you don't want to call somebody? We can call you. I'm like, mm, no, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to see it online. Okay. So then I hit the button and it says, no mutations found. I'm like, oh my gosh! You know, I okay. okay. After all that, I yeah. After I know what I actually told my Mayo Clinic physician about this. I said, you know, you want to you want not to do that because I was sweating. <laughs> I was in a, having a panic attack. I mean, you know, there's got to be. You should like at least if there's no mutations, you should say there's no mutations without making me talk to go through three screens. You yeah, know, the anxiety. So, but anyway, came back. Obviously, thank God, no mutations. And then it and then it also said that I'm uh, pretty much, you know, seventy five percent Russian Ukrainian, which I already knew. Point four percent Syrian, which means somebody from the Ukraine went and had a, a great weekend. You know what I mean? So they <laughs> yeah, okay. came back, right? So, but anyway, long story short, uh, you know, I did the DNA testing through the Mayo Clinic. Uh, I didn't really care where I came from. But some of these DNA tests are maybe important to you, but I just want you to be careful when you sign up for them. Um, again, those sites, let me just loop back with you, Jim, Ancestry.com, FamilySearch.org, and MyHeritage.com.
If you're not already following me on social, stop ghosting me already. I am at Kim Commando everywhere. Okay, we're talking about Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and then uh, Pinterest and LinkedIn. Again, I'm at Kim Commando with a K, of course. But I will tell you that I reserve Instagram to, to have more of my personal life. So there you're going to see things that I'm doing, things with the family. Oh, and I just put up the funniest video of my golden retriever, Abby. I couldn't find her in the backyard, and then I looked over, and uh, she was hanging out in the spa. I know. It's so fun. Um, that's Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. And don't ghost me. Just go ahead and follow. So this way you get all the latest posts the easy and fun way. All right. Here's this party trick that you can use to impress your family and friends. Now, using your smartphone, you can actually check to see if the batteries are dead in your television, soundbar, or streaming devices remote control. Okay, it's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to you. I mean, is the remote not working or are the batteries just hasta la vista? Here's how you do it. First, you launch the camera app on your phone and then you're going to aim your remote control at the phone's camera. Now, get ready for a really cool surprise. Press any button on the remote control and then look at the screen. If you can see a flashing light on the camera app, that means that the remote control is working fine and the batteries aren't dead. But if you don't see any flashing light, hmm, womp womp, uh, maybe the remote control is broken or maybe the batteries are in fact dead. So here's something else to keep in mind. Remote batteries, they usually last only between three to six months. I know, that's why you want those rechargeables. Hey, do me a favor, tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and the Kim Commando Today podcast because everyone needs more tech smarts and knowledge is power and I'm always at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.